0: Today's thought is: Which camera do I use? This is a question I get asked often. I think that it can be a great, um, not uh, point of frustration or concern or um, uh, thing for for beginning photographers and and really for all photographers. For me, um, I choose to answer the question two different ways. Uh, the first way i look at it is if it's for a personal walk around camera or for personal projects or general usage um, that's going to be one kind of answer so skip to the next segment if you want to hear that and if you want to hear uh, the other approach which is for client-based projects skip ahead two segments so i'm really looking forward to sharing this thought with you and uh, thanks for tuning in today all right so the first approach is what camera to use for a general walk around and for personal projects um so for that i tend to use a canon 5d mark III uh with a 24 to 70 lens it has enough wide um for me to get the whole scene it has enough zoom uh for tele- moderate uh telephoto at 70 millimeter to punch in um i like the versatility of it i like um it's relatively like light, lightweight um, but really, um, when I'm playing and experimenting with different kinds of photography, I'll pick up any camera I have with me and see what can I do with this. I think it's the inherent curiosity that photographers have will bring a lot more to the table than any certain technical specs, especially uh, when it's personal projects or things for just general uh, capturing slice-of-life moments. Now, that said, um, I will also push the envelope a little bit with, say, my iPhone. I'll shoot just on my iPhone or I have uh, some adapter lenses for my iPhone where um, I can still get a a good image quality with that camera, but I'm, I'm playing. I'm working with my curiosity. And I think that just getting out there and taking images and trying to do it in different ways is much more important than the exact camera that one has when it comes to personal projects or a general walk around type of lens. Um, people will uh private message me on Facebook all the time and really the the first question I ask when they say, What camera should I buy is what's your budget? And let's get you into something that's right for your budget and something that gives you something, uh, a little bit on the wide end and a little bit on the telephoto end. As long as you have those two things covered, um, you can really play around and, uh, and go out there with curiosity and, uh, see what you can capture in the show notes. I'm going to have a couple links to recent projects. Um, on these projects, I've used $10,000 cameras and I use an iPhone camera or a $200, um, camera as well. So, um, Yeah, feel free to share with me links to your work as well. And if you want to hear my approach to choosing a camera for client projects, uh, skip ahead to the next segment or just keep listening. So the second approach is the approach for a client-based project. Um, This is very different. I'm going to speak in in terms of uh, some recent projects that I've completed Um, so first of all, um, I was reached out to by, um, a local business in Saranac Lake in the Adirondacks, uh, Adirondack mountains of New York. And they wanted me to record a dance performance in the town hall. So for that project, it was very important for me knowing that I was shooting video of dancers on a lit stage, um, my, uh, camera of choice, in that instance was a camera that could record decent ambient sound. Um, I recorded the audio separately as a feed from the board using a zoom audio recorder and then using Plural Eyes and Final Cut Pro synced that up later in post. But for the cameras, I knew I wanted one wide angle view. Um I think it was thirty five or forty millimeters. I ended up using um on a 24 to 70 lens on a crop factor Canon DSLR. Um, and I used that to shoot the whole stage. Um, I knew, uh, the access was very important. So I scouted out the location before the event and saw that a 35 millimeter lens was going to be what I needed for the wide angle. And then for the tight, the tighter angle that I could cut into, um, in the edit of the video, I wanted to see, Um, as many as five or six and as few as two or three of the performers on the stage. So a 70 to 200 was the appropriate lens, uh, as the vantage point was maybe, uh, 50 yards or so back from the stage up in the mezzanine level. Um, so yeah, choosing gear, could I have shot that, uh, differently? Yes. If I would have bumped up to, um... More of a cinema camera, uh, like a red, um, it would have just introduced more work on the back end to get the image right, um, and also, uh, just a bigger camera kit, so I leaned away from that. And then on the camcorder side, I could have gone that way, it would have been certainly easier, um, to manage all the footage, but with Pluralize helping me on the synchronization, um, I was able to shoot with two DSLRs to get the kind of look that I wanted. Um, so that was a recent client project, and in the next segment I'm going to describe a completely different uh client project and the approach to choosing a camera for that one. Alright, so the gear approach for a totally different kind of project, um, in this case it is a TV commercial that I shot last month. Now the approach for gear there, there were a few constraints involved. So one of them was in working with a creative director that wanted to push the boundaries and do a new, fresh, sort of neutral look for the client. It was important to shoot with a camera that um, could... Uh, capture in Raw. Also important to have the camera record at a higher frame rate, at least 60 frames a second, to give more options in the edit booth to meet the strict criteria of the 30-second commercial as well as the other online pieces that the project called for. Now um it would be possible to pull off a shoot like that with a DSLR um and Certainly could could have gone that way. Um, a few other considerations that pushed me to a larger cinema camera. Um, in this case, we used the Red MX, and part of the reason for that was the desire to have a, a wireless video preview monitor that the director could look at um, on set. Now with a DSLR, that's possible, but a cinema camera is really built for. Um, that kind of a preview and um, yeah so really this is a much different project from the dance recital um, where there's a lot more artistic direction and having a camera that can shoot in RAW and has auxiliary video outputs that are ready to go uh, to a wireless screen was really beneficial in this case so um, that projects not wrapped up so I can't provide a link to that yet um, but that's the approach I would take to more of a TV commercial uh, project. Okay, so as this episode comes to an end, I have one final example of um, how I did a camera gear selection that I'd like to share. And this one, there's a link in the show notes where you can go out to Vimeo and watch this 59-second experimental piece. I did this piece as part of Vimeo's weekend challenge series. And the challenge in this case was to shoot all the shots in with compositions that are centered. Now in choosing the gear for this, I knew that I wanted some way to communicate what the beginning of spring is like in the Adirondack mountains of New York. Um, And to do that, uh, the gear I chose was honestly the most convenient gear I had, which at the time was uh, a few Canon DSLRs that were in my back seat and uh, a DJI Spark drone. And um, in this case I applied um, a neutral color grade to all the clips to get the cameras to match and then a single style Um, I tried to pull out the colors, especially the pinks and the oranges and the blues, um, trying to have this real Japanese kind of um, Eastern feel to the piece. Um, But all of that was just um, as a result of the creative process. When I first started this project, all I knew was that I wanted to play around with what would it be like to shoot an entire sequence of shots um, that are centered and I figured out how to sequence them later. Um, but, yeah, this is really an example of choosing gear that's convenient, that's at hand, and going out there with some curiosity and really executing on an idea. And I really like the way it turned out. It's kind of a peaceful piece and something experimental and very different from what I do on a day-to-day um, uh basis for... Um, my career uh, for, to make a living but um, in this case the piece came out really nice and I'd encourage you to go take a watch uh, at it and I want to see what you're creating and um, I want to hear your thoughts on what paradigms do you use or what rubric do you use to pick year. Um, I hope that this episode has been insightful um, and I really appreciate you tuning in to listen. All right. That concludes my thoughts for today on which camera do I use or which camera should I use and what my, uh, approaches are, um, in a variety of projects. Thank you so much for tuning in coming up later this week. I'll be sitting down with a gentleman who works at an ad agency in New York and helps connect clients with the right media, um, the right images, the right videos, um, and the right content um, to really amplify their brand. I'll also be sitting down with a producer um, based out of New York as well and hear what she looks for in demo reels and in examples of work that she gets submitted um, and pitched to by videographers and photographers every week. So really exciting episodes coming up. Um, this podcast experiment is going well, and I hope it's beneficial to you to see what it's like Uh, to capture and curate stories and get an insider's look.